boom, 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 boom. Hey, baby, I hear the booze are coming. Oh, fuck, sorry. Fucking. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, baby, I hear the Muniz calling to sell it in Cody Banks. Quite stylish. And if you seem a bit confused, yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and Cody Banks. They're calling again. Good night, everybody. Frankie has left the building. Was that good? That was, that was good to me. Okay. Hello. Hey, it's me, Duncan Pete. And I'm Hayden Bleachmore. And this is the, this is the bloody weekly Muniz. I haven't finished my name yet. I'm Hayden Bleachmore. Oh, he gives a shit, Hayden Bleachmore. <laughs> me, Duncan this, Pete. This is the weekly Muniz? Uh, this is a podcast. Oh, I probably should tell you these Doritos, hey? Don't. I'll put these down. Doing some Foley work mid-podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is the weekly Muniz. We just <laughs> talk about Frankie Muniz every single week. Until we get him on for an interview on the show. And Duncan, yeah? this is episode 50. This is 50. This is the Exciting. big 5-0. The big 5-0. We've passed our midlife crisis and we're, we're just, we're just, yeah. we're just downhill from here. It's all downhill we're from all, here. We're, oh boy, this is not... So we watched Miracle on Lane 2 to mark the, mark the occasion. Yeah, so Miracle on Lane 2 is yep. arguably... One of Frankie's most famous things. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's certainly not top three, but it's probably top seven. I've seen it ranked in one of his top three best movies, which I disagree with, but yeah. I thought it was, you know. It's probably sitting around five or six. I didn't like the movie, but I had an all right day. What? Like, that movie, I watched the movie like during today, so it's like, yeah. it wasn't all bad. It was good. It was fine. It was fine. It was a fine day. Yeah. <laughs> we also have a fuckload of mail. Oh, shit. It's we have so it. much mail. Week before last, Duncan just begged and begged for fan That's mail. what pandering gets you. Pandering gets results. And then... You um, beg and beg and, and, and beg, and you go to your knees and you grovel, and then you get free things. Yeah, and because we had a guest on last week, we couldn't record at the regular time, so pretty much we got two weeks of... Oh, we got fan mail backlog out the wazoo. We got a, we got a backlog. Uh, so much fan mail. So we might not even get through it all today. We might have to save some for next week. Maybe. We'll see how we get. We'll, we'll try and get it all done. We're going to read every one, though, even um, if they're shit. So what else are we doing? We're talking about we're talking about Miracle in Lane Two, and we're also talking about all the fan mail, the vast the vast amount of fan mail we got. And uh, I guess that's it. Oh, there's some news. Oh, that's news. a bit of breaking. Do you want to start with that? Let's start with that. Okay. Breaking news. So Frankie. Yep. He's, uh, he's in Spain. He's a bloody jet setter. Yeah. And Mr. Munez. Cool. On May 10, he tweeted. On the plane, dot, 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 to Spain at F1, here we come. That's some good rhyming, Frankie. So a good lyricist, Frankie. Do you reckon um, Astro Lasso is going to take advantage of... On a plane to Spain. On a plane to Spain, F1, here we come. Scoop, doop, ba doop, boop, ba doop. See, boop, one boop, and boop. come don't rhyme, but it's, it's a slant rhyme. They almost rhyme. Okay. If you sing it, it sounds like that rhyme. Yeah. Later that day, Frankie tweeted, I've been training hard the past couple weeks, but somehow I'm eating more than ever. Put the hot dogs down, Frankie Muniz. That's a classic Frankie Muniz move, eating too many hot dogs. That's just, that's just, that's just it's just Frankie. It's such a typical Frankie Muniz thing to be doing, yeah. eating hot dogs. I also think it's the first time I've ever heard him use his own full name. Yeah. Ex- instead of saying, hi, I'm Frankie Muniz. Yeah. I guess it's just Maybe. a lot. Oh, anyway. well. oh, no. What? <sighs> Oh, Zetus 
the podcast. Fuck me. So a couple weeks ago... A new nemesis. We got a new nemesis. We watched... Uh, uh, we tried to listen to Zetus La Podcast, which is a podcast about Disney films. And they claimed to have an interview with Frankie Muniz. But he lied through his goddamn teeth. And uh, we listened to it and got tricked. And then we got very, very angry on the uh, on the episode. If you, if you go a couple episodes back, we have a whole episode just full of hate. It's literally 25 minutes of us yelling. Yeah, it's It's just, not a good episode. <laughs> it's, I mean, if, you, if, you're into, if you're into yelling, yeah. it's like... Anti-ASMR. <laughs> it makes you as uncomfortable. If you makes enjoy you being so uncomfortable. Unrelaxed. Yeah. yeah you may- if, you- if you like being tense and stressed, if you like being yelled at, then that, yeah, go That's the podcast for you. It's called Zetus La Podcast. So he tweeted at us, a, a Frankie Muniz fan podcast found our interview in, uh, in quotation marks yeah. with him. They weren't happy. And then he linked our podcast. I didn't actually realize he linked our podcast. Oh, that was nice of That's him. That's very nice of him. Thanks for the exposure, Zetus La Podcast. I mean, you're still a, I mean, you still still a damn suck. slippery snake. All right, let's stop. Let's stop talking about this. Let's let's go back to yeah. And then he tweeted some song that he wrote about himself or something. No, I think it looks like it looks like a fan of his sung a song about how talented how and handsome Zach Heltzel is. There's a picture know. of someone else there, but it's like he could have just taken a photo of anyone. It says it's by Paparazzi and the Photogs. Is that his dad? Maybe looks like he could be his dad. I mean, I don't really know what Zach Heltzel looks like, so I can't really say yeah. his resemblance. Probably looks like a big uh, grey face with an elongated nose and ears and big buck teeth. What I'm trying to say is he's a, he's a rat. He's a rat bastard. <laughs> he's a damn rat bastard. All right, stop, stop complaining yeah, about Zach. I'm, I'm getting off of Zach Helson. We're, we're, we're transitioning to the beef zone. We don't want to be yeah, there. Yeah, we don't. We don't. This is a night. Is a calm episode. Yeah, fun. Uh, now the reason we had uh, the Frasier intro was our intro. Today oh yeah, is because Frankie Muniz is in. Uh, Spain, yeah, at this Red Bull Racing thing, and it said Red Bull Racing tweeted, "Great to welcome stars of TV and screen, Kelsey Grammer and Frankie Muniz, to the garage for Spanish GP FP3 and Quali." There's an, the TV emoji. Oh, Quali TV. Oh, like quality TV. Is that what that that's a maybe is that a joke? I don't know. I don't know. The for those of you who don't know, Kelsey Grammer is the star of Frasier. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer is, is Frasier, and he also plays uh. Bob, Sideshow Bob, Bob in The Simpsons. The Bart, the. That's one of his famous lines. Yep. Don't know if you know that. Stefan on a rake and going, Stop. Alright. Very good Sideshow Bob impression. Anyway, so I don't know if he's racing or he's just hanging out. I think he's just hanging out. Yeah, I think he's just there. I don't know why he'd be just there instead of racing, because it's like, why would. What? I mean, not that he's. Not that he's like. I don't, I don't like Kelsey Grammer or anything like that. But it's like, why would you invite him to a Red Bull racing event if he doesn't race? I he does race. Does he race? Uh, he bloody better race. Because otherwise, I'm going to be puzzled in for gen- days. I don't think he raced that race, but I think he races in general. Okay. He was probably in one of the... Maybe they're like adjudicators or something. No, I, I think they're just guests. Just to get some publicity. You know, we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it was worth it. They, they got some publicity there. channeling through the weekly munis. You're welcome, Red Bull. Yeah, you're welcome. Publicity to a race that finished like two weeks ago. Frankie Muniz tweeted on the 14th, Unreal weekend in Barcelona for the F1 race. Even got soaked with champagne by the race winner. What? Then he linked to his Instagram. It's a picture of some racers shaking up some big bottles of champagne, and he's underneath them, so assumingly... Showering with champagne. There's another There's another tweet by P.G. Price. Who's Frankie Muniz's fiancé. Just FYI. Can't wait to return home and get back to the golf life. Spain was awesome. We had loads of fun at the F1 race. It's a nice selfie of them. They're so just cute. having a good time. They're so damn They're smiling cute. Smiling and just having a good time. They're like so they cute. Always do. Those two. Then he tweeted later on, 
Diet starts tomorrow. And then we tweeted saying, good luck, Frankie. We wished him good luck. He didn't respond. No, he got 294 likes and we only got two. And one so of them is us. Not pleased about that. Yeah. Well, don't admit that we like our own <laughs> tweets. Well, we do. Anyone can see that. So if you look at one of our tweets, you say, oh, well, at least they got one like. And then it's like, we really got pretty much no likes. Well, yeah. Almost worse than no likes. It's just so it's so sad. We're just so sad. Uh, hey, follow us on Twitter, at The Weekly Muniz. Oh, shut up. Like <laughs> Stop, don't, don't tell them to do that. Frankie Muniz tweeted on the 18th of May, off to San Diego for the Celebrity Champ Golf event, my first golf tournament. In almost a year. He's getting back in the game. He's putting the... Uh, the t- uh, putting the club to the ball. And the tee on the... Ball on the tee, and then the club to the ball. And then he's going to put the ball in a hole. And then he's going to take the ball out of the hole. And then he's going to do it all again. Then he's just going to go home afterwards. Yep. Does it 18 times and goes home. Ugh. Anyway, that's breaking news. All right. Oh, fuck. Hayden! Oh, wait. Do you want to just roll with it and go open our mailbag? He could have told me that before. Well, I... Fine. All right, Dunkin', you have to give me a hand lifting this one up. Because it's so big. Let's... Uh, let's... Uh, 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 lift with your legs. I lift just, with your legs. I just lifted up the first the first step on this ten this ten step staircase. Yep. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm going to need a hand lifting up this massive mail bag. Yeah, it's up. We it's, got it. All right, I'll just... <laughs> Just got Again, destroyed. Destroyed the magic for everyone. We got tons of mail. I'm happy about that. It's only I. It only took Duncan begging on Twitter and on the podcast. And it took me a nervous breakdown <laughs> to get a, to get that Portuguese spam. Oh boy, that fucking spam. Yeah. This one's from Rachel McCormack. I'll yeah. take the first one. Okay, you do it. She says, "Hello, lads. You really wanted some mail, so here it is. I love the podcast. I've been listening for a long time. Not as long as us. I don't think. <laughs> Probably not." <laughs> I would like you to know that you have at least three listeners in Scotland. Your previous emailer, myself, and my boyfriend, who once Facebook messaged you about the Game of Thrones when he was drunk. I remember that. that I was remember a, that guy. That was a good one. So three listeners in Scotland is not bad. Almost enough listeners to consider a Scotland tour, TBH. I'll buy you a pizza crunch. Is that a Scottish thing? I think I've heard about that. I think they deep fry pizza. Maybe I'm the pizza, sure pizza the pizza's is stale pizza. by the time they ship it over to Scotland. Because it's so far away from everywhere. From from Italy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they cook it in Italy. Like, well, quick! <laughs> hurry up! But it's stale. It's getting cold! <laughs> it's kind of crunchy! <laughs> I'll just call it Pizza Crunch. Why not? I'm pre- no, I'm pretty sure it's deep fried pizza. Like they just put a whole pizza in batter. That sounds nasty. Yeah. I don't really want I mean, one. don't knock it till you try it. You yeah, know? true. Maybe when we go on our Scotland tour, we'll try it. Yeah. My exam's finished this week, and hopefully we can play the drinking game again, and he will no doubt message you too. Attached is a picture of my hamster, because I don't think you get them in Australia, and I thought she could cheer you up. And to give you some courage to internationally call Frankie's manager's house, etc. Thanks. Thanks, Ray. She attached a picture of a little hamster. Oh, it's in a little bed. It's in a little bed, I think. It's adorable. It's got like a, I don't know, it looks like a, a, a pretty rat. It's cute. We do have hamsters. Tell you what I should have said. I should have said this. Pretend we haven't opened it yet. Yeah. Oh, let's let's look at the um, attached photo of the hamster. Yeah. Of this kind of rodent. Yeah. Oh, she's attached attached a picture of Zach Heltzel by accident. (laughs) 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 Just that's some good quality beef. That's oh boy, foreshadowing and everything. Yeah. Um, but no, she actually didn't. It was actually just a a cute little hamster. That's adorable though. Uh, very cute. That's I. I really wish we had hamsters in. Um... Well, we do have hamsters, don't we? No, we don't. No, we can't get hamsters here. Really? Yeah, I don't know. You just can't get them. There's only rats, mice, 
And guinea pigs. That's the only rodent pets we have. That's, That's it. so strange. I thought, nah, man. Well, there you go. Maybe we need to go to Scotland now because we don't have pizza crunch or hamsters. <laughs> oh, this one's specifically for me. Okay, this one's from jo- Josh Risky. Right, I'll read it. Which is the sickest name. Such a cool I name, it's, but it's I not, hope it's real. It's not a real name. That's It's so rude as well. It's not. It's addressed to Hello, Duncan and Friend. Let me read it, all right? Okay, all right. Hello, Duncan and Friend. When you interview Frankie at the end of the podcast, could you pass my resume along to Frankie? He seems like the kind of guy who has connections. We'll send the resume upon confirmation from loyal listener and eager worker, Josh the Hack Riley. P.S. Zach Heltzel is a lying coward. Uh, here's the deal, Josh. We'll, we'll pass your resume along, but you have to send it, you have to send it ASAP. We're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do it. it. We're not gonna wait around. You gotta, you gotta send it soon. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, you know. Uh, yeah, and his name is not Josh Risky, it's Josh Riley. Josh the Hack Riley, yeah. in quotes. Uh, this one's from Luke M. This one's probably my, my favourite one from this this bag. Oh, this is a great one, actually. Uh, this is from Luke M. It says, The Weekly Munez, more like, in brackets, see attached pick. Also, I have done zero research, but I'm pretty sure the Deadpool credits are in order of appearance, hence why old mate who played Doe Pinder is so is billed so high. It was like three episodes ago, man. XOXO, yeah. Uh, yeah, on. so what happened like, that we talked about Deadpool, the guy that played the taxi driver was billed higher than Ryan Reynolds, which I checked and is not, but he's billed is second. He? Maybe maybe it's changed. It goes Ryan Reynolds, Dopinder man. So strange. Yeah, oh, well. a bit strange. Anyway, but he attached a picture and he's uh <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I like so it. So he's got now cover art and he's replaced uh my face with Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Uh Duncan's face with Stitch's face from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. And then he's replaced uh Frankie Munoz's face with Pleakley, who is the green one-eyed monster from Lilo and Stitch. He's not green, he's yellow. He's, well, he's, he's a yellowy green. He's cream. Cream? He's a cream, cream, no, he's, creamy colour. He's not a, he's like a yellowy greeny. He's not green at all, are you crazy? Anyway, and he's changed the text to say, the Pleakley Munez with Lilo and Stitch. And I think that's very, very funny. I think it's hilarious. Uh, we'll chuck that on Facebook. Chuck it on Facebook. Uh, I mean, if yeah. you, you want to get some, some, some free publicity, chuck it on our, chuck it on our Reddit account. Because we can't be doing the Luke M or we can't be we can't be. No, I'm talking to the people that send us sent us photos. Oh yeah, we can't be bloody buffed, you know, going out of our, going out of our way to can't be bloody buffed. Going out of our way to put, put these I've images up ourselves. Before. Well, I just I just made it up. I made up a new word. Uh, uh, do you want me to read this one? Yeah, alternating. This one's from John Malia, and I'm just going to scooch over. This, this is a long the one. Biggest wall of text I've ever seen in my life. Fuck, this is a long email. Oh my god, Oof. God, it's long. All right. <clears throat> if it doesn't seem that long when we read it out now, it's because we've edited 90% of it out. I'm going to try and make this a big email so that you guys have something to talk about on the next episode. I'll get straight to it. First things first. Still loving the podcast, guys. Every time I hear the mailbag theme that I created, I can't help but smile, making me look like an idiot in the middle of a busy peak hour Melbourne train on the way home from uni. Yeah, this guy made the new mailbag theme, which is like... Yeah, he's the one, he's the one that, that made the, the Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle, middle theme mashup with mail Mailbag in the middle. Is that, that's what we should Malcolm call it. Malcolm in the middle. Mm, whatever. Whatever floats you back. My one was funnier. Mine's better. When Googling the weekly munis today, I accidentally typed the weekly muns, Googling then linked me to what seems like a school teacher's update site, Munza's Weekly Update. I only briefly skimmed through it because it's it, it wasn't really that interesting, but I thought it was something to help fill out the, the this email and just added a link to that. It also didn't suggest weekly menus as an autocorrect, but instead menus, menu, and man, manzar. Uh, manzar. Instead, of course, I had to look up the weekly manzar, 
what I found was the weekly Mazcar Abbott. The weekly Mazar Abbottabad. A local newspaper from a town in Pakistan that claims <laughs> to be a truly <laughs> who claims to be a truly voice of Hazara. Hazara being a subset of Afghani and Pakistani people. Again, not interest <laughs> again, not interesting or at all related to Frankie Muniz, but interesting enough. And he added a link to that. No, I don't, I don't, don't click on the Let's link. Let's have a quick a quick little squiz of this website. And mm. yep, that's what it looks like. That's yeah, literally just a Pakistani newspaper. I still haven't mentioned Frank yet, so I'd better do that now. On his Wikipedia, I'm too far away from the computer to read these little. I'll I'll words. take over. Alright, you take over from there. I get <laughs> my reading voice on. <laughs> Fuck me. I still haven't mentioned Frankie yet, so I'd better do that now. On his Wikipedia, it lists three things I don't recall you mentioning. The first is the Legend of Secret Pass, which we haven't mentioned. I can't remember what it is. But we haven't found it online. I don't yet. even know what that is either. I think it's a cartoon. Second is Danny Roan, first time director. That's one with Andy Dick. Oh, really? He plays a director. I thought he plays young Andy Dick. No, that's in in another movie. That's in the Andy Dick show, which we also can't find. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. And thirdly is My Sexiest Year. We have mentioned that, though. Yeah, maybe. Again, I don't know if you've mentioned them, but I'm not going back to check all the episodes. You should. fair enough. You bloody should. Lazy. Uh, Lastly... And this is where this email gets a little far-fetched. Okay. Since uh, your Reddit nice. AMA is... I learned you live about two hours away from me via public transport. I wanted to meet you guys. And that's why I'm suggesting that I guest star on an episode. I'll be the first and only gold list guests and demand. Uh, and to be fair, I am a small part of your podcast most weeks through the Mailbag theme song. It's also a good filler episode. It means you don't need to watch anything new. Just Cody Banks 2 again. As one of your most <laughs> avid listeners, I demand it. Uh, you can wait. Uh, you can wait for your podcast for your response or message me through my Facebook with details and such. This email isn't very active, so you probably don't email me here. And then he sends a link to his Facebook. Firstly, that's not that's not a great way to apply to go on a show. Say like, <laughs> hey, contact it. me on this email, but I probably won't respond because I'm lazy. And also, I demand that I'm on your thing. Nah, probably look, probably not, mate. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> his Facebook. I mean, we we appreciate the uh, we appreciate the uh, the remixed uh, mailbag intro. Yeah, but don't don't push it. Come on. Come on, don't milk it. Jeez. We got to make at least three more three more segment intros. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, it's not promise them anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. He'll, <laughs> <laughs> He'll actually do it. <laughs> what I like about that is that he gives us his fa- like link for his personal Facebook. And his link is facebook.com slash sickcunt. With multiple letters on each one. Um, he says, keep it lit, boys. Stay Frankie. Kiss, kiss. kiss. From Godless member, creator official, undisputed, and number one Frankie Muniz podcast mailbag theme song in the galaxy, John Malia. P.S. Hopefully this email, hopefully this is enough mail. You guys seem to really want some mail. I blame you for this, Duncan. <laughs> I blame you for this. <laughs> well, I, I blame myself. That's what you get. Well, no, thank you very much. Thanks John for the Mario. email, John. I had a lot of good info in there. And by that, I mean a lot of useless info. But I like that. The, the, the weekly Manzar. That was good. We could use that. Maybe Frankie Muniz reads it. Why, why would he read a Pakistani newsletter? Anyway. What else? What other, what other newspaper is the truly voice of Hazara? I don't know any. This one's from Taylor Heaney. It's nice and quick. It says, Hi, guys. Hopefully this fits in your bulging mailbag. Have a good one from Taylor. Only, That's what I like. Only barely fits in the... Only barely. Only barely. Because John, Johnny Boy, buddy, put a giant package in there, but that package is filled with... One one letter. Yeah. Should we leave the rest for next week? Oh, boy. Yeah, I think there's enough mail for now. Um, What do, you, what do, what do we do now? We're closing this mailbag. We're tying it up tight. 
Okay. Hey, um, can you put your finger right there so I can do the bow around it? Okay, here you go. Yep. And... Pop. Mailbag. 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 All right, let's 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 uh um miracle on lane two. I'm just I'm just gonna get my notes. Let's get we'll get get some notes out. Just gonna cut this. Just I think we, I think you tear this out notes. of the book. There we go. Here we are. Oh god, I don't know where my. I think I closed the book. You lost so. your notes. Well, I got notes for two. So it starts off pretty much. The premise is Frankie Muniz is the main character in this film. Yep. Not just the cameo. He's the main character. He's the he's the main character. It's a Disney original film. Like this straight was, to this TV. Was, this was pre Malcolm in the Middle as well. Uh, I think it was during Malcolm in the Middle. What? Yeah, I reckon it was during. What? In like season one or two. Wow. Okay. Um, and he's in a wheelchair. Um, we haven't seen Miracle on Lane 1, so we don't know how he got in the wheelchair. <laughs> that was my first note. Uh, Zing, one joke on the board. Yeah. So essentially, Frank Muniz has this condition, and this is based on a, uh, a real story. Yes, yeah, true story. The real guy's name is Josh Yoda. No, Justin Yoda. Justin Yoda. Um, and the and he is, he has... Frank Muniz's name is Justin Yoda in this. That's the character's name. Yeah, because he's playing the character. And he's got spina bifida. Yep. And he has this thing where like he can't move his legs, and also fluid builds up in his brain. And he has a thing that builds up, like, it releases the fluid in his brain. But if that malfunctions, he just dies. Yeah. So he's real close to death all the time. So apparently he gets, like, gnarly headaches that are, like, life-threatening. Yeah, there's the a he- if he gets a headache, it's like, oh my brain's about to explode with all this fluid. Gotta go to hospital so I don't die. Yeah, okay, so that's it. He's, he's looking out the window. It starts with just, like, tons of narration. Oh, yeah. Just, Frank- like, tons of narration. And he just literally introduces every character. Yeah, he just, he just talks about them. It's like, that's my brother Seth. He's a big sports guy, and he loves baseball, and he's a star at, at football. I didn't, I didn't get Seth's the the brother. Yeah, it's like they're trying to foreshadow his character, but I don't know if he was like a dick or if he's like a cool dude. He was both, man. Because he was like a dick at some points, but he's a cool dude at other times. Yeah, it's like totally contradicting. Yeah, man, he, that's that's a real people. That's what real people do. Nah, man, I don't, I don't know, I don't like it. Anyway, he introduces his mum and his dad, and then old man Vic. Old man Vic, the neighbor, the spooky neighbor, the spooky neighbor. The scary old man, um, even though he's not that old. They call or, him Old Man Vic, but he's like forty or something. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like he wouldn't be fifty. He's like yeah. he's like younger than his dad. Yeah, <laughs> younger than if, Frankie's dad. If this dad. podcast we just won a year, he would be younger than the podcast. Yep. What I'm saying is, we've released fifty episodes and he's less than fifty. Pretty good. I'm just bringing that. I'm just trying to put ourselves into this movie. Just yep. Trying to inject a bit of ourselves into it. Justin Yoda is jealous of all of his brother's sports trophies. He's got so he's got a big wall full of trophies. He's so he just loves trophies. He's like a he's like a magpie. Yeah, and he's and Frankie Muniz is sitting at the window looking at his trophies and looking at uh, Seth, his older brother, play basketball with their, his friends. It seemed weird to me that when he was like looking out the window to his brother playing playing b-ball with his friends. All the lights were off in the room. <laughs> to, the room has to be dark for him to look out. And I mean, that's probably a lighting issue in the film. You know, in the film. Nah. Oh, also, we're gonna go. Uh, this has nothing to do with the film. Yeah. But we're gonna go uh, Facebook Live at some point during this episode. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go Facebook Live now? I don't. Not really. We can just uh, talk. Is... We talk through the movie while we're doing Facebook Live. Okay. If you want, Duncan really wants to do Facebook Live. Well, I, th- I thought maybe we'd get we get it. We we we. It would help our Facebook. I don't know something. Ugh. All right, we're going live. Oh god! All right, here we go. Gotta set it up first. I'm just, I'm just setting it up now. Hang on a sec. Oh, we're going live, baby. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Okay, we're live now. All right, we're live on Facebook. <laughs> oh, Why? Boy. I don't know. <laughs> Stop <laughs> complaining, man. It'll be fine. 
There was that. No, it's not, a lot of pressure being on Facebook. It's a lot though, of pressure. It? It's so it's so oh, much harder yeah. than just doing a normal podcast. I mean, there. there's not much pressure now because no one's. In I mean, anyone can watch it. it. What if I accidentally say something <laughs> like hugely racist and, and we can't we can't edit this out at all? Oh yeah, because it's live. Oh jeez. You do that all the time, actually, on the podcast. Yeah, I'm very I'm very racist. Oh jeez. I'm all an right. awful person. Well, we'll see how this goes. Um. So to to remedy his like he's he's yearning to be good at sports. He says, "I know. I'll join the chess club." Uh, you're skipping like so much of the movie. Oh, what kind of bits am I skipping? Uh, like when he meets God. <laughs> oh yeah, he meets God a few times. So that's not important though. He's, he's in his he... room zoning out, and he he's, he loves race car driving. This isn't actually this isn't like a a, a metaphor. He literally meets God, well, and he looks of. like a race car driver. So in in his room, he has a poster of some race car driver called Bobby something. Bobby, yeah, he goes. Bobby Schmlub. Bobby Schmlubbly. Uh, and he zones out, and he walks in, and he goes. Hey, God, is that you? And God's working on a car, and he's like in yeah. a track uniform, and he's like, "Yeah, it's me. I'm God." It kind of seems strange that he he just immediately assumes that this person was God. It said God on the back of his shirt, though. Oh so. yeah, he said. What, what do you say? He's like, "God, I think you made a mistake when you made me." And I like this gag where he turned around and then he looked at him, but on the front of his T-shirt it says, "I don't make mistakes." Yeah, and, and then he says, "I don't make mistakes." Yeah. And pretty much he's like, God, why am I in a wheelchair? Hey, we have a viewer. We got one hey, viewer. Hey, who's this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to check. It's your phone. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> who cares? Uh, that's, that's such fine. a dumb idea. That's <laughs> fine. It's good. It's good. It's not. It's good. We got a whole viewer. <laughs> okay, um, where are we up to? Oh, so he meets God. He and meets God's God, like, yeah. nah, you're fine. Just do it. Do whatever. Do your thing. Uh, and Frankie Muniz, uh, for, for, for the viewers that just joined us. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Muniz is talking to God and he's a kid with spina bifida. <laughs> he's saying He's asking why, why God gave him spina bifida. Yeah. Um, what were you about to say? Anyway, then he has to go to his f- a funeral. Oh, yeah. So, Frankie Muniz... This we'll- is not important at all. The, yes, it I, is. I hate this funeral scene. It makes no sense. It's a very strange funeral scene. It's Frankie very Muniz bizarre. goes to a funeral of some person he never met, and then he imagines that the funeral's his funeral, and yeah. the, the guy's like, well, there's nothing to say about him because he's a boring little boy in a wheelchair, and he's done nothing with his life. And then Frank is like, no! But he says that out loud in the actual no, he funeral. Says, he's, he's fantasizing. He says, wait a minute, what about me? But he accidentally says it out loud. And he's like, oop, did I say that out loud? Yikes. Yeah. And then he says, pulls on his collar. What, what does he say after that? He says like, man, life is unfair. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a little a joke to, uh, reference to Malcolm in the Middle. Is it actually a reference? Well, it might be because the, the theme th- song I goes, thought... life is unfair. I thought this was a, this was a prequel to... Well, I mean, not prequel. This is this is pr- before Malcolm in the Middle. Nah, I think it's during. I'm pretty sure it's during. All right. Well, anyway, um, you would have made this movie in the off season. So after the after he meets God and after he goes to his great uncle's funeral, he then he starts playing chess. Is that right? Or uh, then is there a bunch of arbitrary? No, no, because his, his brother starts being a dick. What? What is he? So his, his brother's brother like him and his brother like real tight. His brother like wins all this game, and usually he he gets uh Frankie and puts him on does a victory lap and wheels him around the the field. Yeah. But he didn't do it this time. He's busy hugging a girl. Oh, Uh-oh. the girl never comes back. Yeah, she's yeah. she's not a relevant character. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, does he go play chess? No. I want to talk about this chess thing. No, no. He's walking around town. Oh, he's delivering the <laughs> fucking <laughs> he's delivering, newspapers. He's delivering mail with his friends. Oh, with but he's not friends. delivering. His his friends he's on, wheeling he's, around behind his him. friends on a wheel on on, on a, and a, they stop it. I was about to say a wheel bike, <laughs> <laughs> a regular bike, just a normal bike. Um, and he's throwing newspapers, and for some reason, he throws a newspaper directly at a tree, and the newspaper explodes. Yeah, and then a little flyer flies out, 
and uh, oh, it's what they call flyers. Because it fly. Yeah, obviously. So he catches the flyer and yeah. it says little league practice, uh, little league signups uh, now or whatever. This is still when this is still all arbitrary. Dude, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And then, he applies to go to Little League, and, and, and they he, say no because he's in a wheelchair. Rushing. Because he's in a wheelchair, they say no, you're not allowed in the Little League. And also, while they're delivering the the the, the mail, then they, they stop, they at, stop old at Old Man Vic's house. Old Man Vic's house, and they say that Old Man Vic kills people and keeps their bodies in his shed, and he's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but, and but that's, also, that's all that happens. No, but they look and at then the he goes and plays so, chess. No, they look at his house, and they're like, what's up with this guy's house? But it's like a normal house. Oh, yeah. He's like, I've never seen any lights on, even though it's daytime. Yeah. Anyway, so Old Man Vic's a seedy character uh, and no one knows what he does. Apparently, he keeps ki- kids in his shed or kills them or something. Anyway, Every I feel like I feel like most Frankie Muniz movies have that. Have Old Man Vic characters? Have Old Man Vic type characters. Or young well, at least like tons and tons of these Disney Disney original young man Disney Vic. Channel original movies of an evil neighbor, the evil neighbor, mm. like the the Home Alone, you know, old man who keeps yeah, or Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. There's tons of stuff like that. Don't think that was a Disney movie though. So then he goes and plays little. He signs up to play Little League, yeah, but then he gets denied because he's in a and wheelchair. And the coach is like, "Nah, you got a you got a wheelchair, boy. You can't do it." Cause, sign up, uh, sign up, about and insurance. you can walk. That's what he and says. Then, <laughs> he does. Something uh, he, like he that. Doesn't say that. But doesn't then, he? Okay. but then Frankie Muniz vomits on the coach's face because oh, he, he buffs up a Slurpee all be, over. Yeah, him. because for some reason, uh, that's also a condition. That that's something has. to do with his spina bifida. Spina bifida makes you makes you vomit apparently. Yeah. Anyway, and then he decides to play chess. Then can we talk about chess? Yeah. So he starts to play chess, and he lies about his age bracket so yeah, that he, he, goes can, to the he park. can he can wall up like like eight year old chess players. Yeah, he's like because he, he's twelve in the movie, and there's two factions. There's twelve to fifteen, or ten, or nine to eleven, or something like that. Yeah. And then the the lady who's signing up is like, "Oh, what are you ten? And he's like, "Sure, if it'll help me get a trophy." Because Frankie Miller just wants a trophy. That's all he wants in his whole life. Yeah, he doesn't actually want to be good at anything. He just wants like the physical trophy. Yeah. Which you can go to a trophy shop and get a trophy. I think it's probably the story behind it as well. He wants. But like later when he, he wants so, the glory. There's so no glory after with he that goes trophy. to the chess tournament. He's matched up with like a there's like a seven year old across the table, and even the seven year old wallops Frankie at chess. Yes. Yeah, because he started learning like two days before the thing, you know. Um, anyway, so right after he finishes the chess, the chess tournament, which he he, he lost for an illegal move. By the way. Oh, yeah, that was so bullshit. That, so, that eight, so, Frankie Miller's puts this guy, this eight year old boy, in chess, and he goes, In chess? In he check. Puts a chess, mate. <laughs> no, he goes, Check. Yeah. And then uh, the boy goes, Have it this, and then moves his and goes, Checkmate. And he's like, Ah, oh, I lost. But in chess, you can't move your pieces around. If you're in check, you have to get them out of check first. Yeah. And so, unless he did that, he also got his king out of check. Oh, so he actually could have. He could have, but it didn't well, look I'm like he I'm not familiar could've. with chess rules, it, so you, it, you made me outraged It's possible. Him, but now that I know it's possible it, that it's, that was a legal move, I'm not upset anymore. It, but it didn't look like it was a, le- a legal move. It didn't look like he could have, what he what he did, he could have got him out of chess and put him into checkmate. Oh, well. <laughs> I keep saying chess instead of check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put him into chess. <laughs> bit, of, bit, of, uh, bit of chess humor there on the weekly meters. <laughs> um, it's what they come here for. Yeah, I thought it was weird. As soon as he leaves the chess tournament, He's like, man, I can't believe I didn't get a trophy that chess tournament. Then he goes... He, he wheels he, past a big trophy. Immediately after he's he's left the chess thing, he sees a car show, like, next door to the chess yeah, show. Yeah, it's a big day in the park. They've got lots of stuff on. But why did... I, don't, I just thought it was weird that there's, like, a chess show next door to a car show. I don't know. I thought it was just a weird proximity. It was weird. But the chess show was only for kids under 15. Oh, yeah, it's only a kid's thing, and it's, like, old man Vic 
showing off his car. Yeah, so oh, he goes Old Man the, Vic's at the car show. Goes by to the, the way. goes to the car show. Yeah, and Old Man Vic's there with his big red Corvette or something. Oh yeah, baby. And then he asks the guy. He goes, "Hey, is that red Corvette gonna win?" And the guy's like, "Well, it's the best car here, but not likely." The winner is done by a vote. So he has to vote for the car, and he's very mean to everyone, and he's yeah. very rude, and no one wants to vote for him. And he's like, well, I'll fix that. And he wheels up to Vic and steals his, like, ballot box thing, and old man Vic's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, well, if I, uh, yeah. everyone loves kids in wheelchairs, they'll give me all, your, all their money. Pander to their sympathy. Yeah. yeah that, that'll make you win, even though it's dishonest. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he gets loads of votes, and he wins. Oh, he, say, he says, I'll make you win, but on the condition that I get to keep the trophy. Yeah. Which is like a bullshit thing. Because yeah, it's like, pretty bullshit. You don't actually do anything. I think it's pretty bullshit because it's like, it's like the only reason you're trying to win is to get the trophy. Why, why are you... Yeah, well, What does old of... man Vic gain out of it? Do he, does he get to keep the dollars in the ballot box? Yeah, probably in money. Probably a cash prize. He, ke- he gets to keep a whole $41. It's alright. Not bad. Not Better too bad. Not too bad. I mean, you don't get any you know, enjoyment out of keeping the award. Yeah, and also he doesn't drive his car. He tows it into the thing. Oh, yeah, into the car show because there's potholes. Too many potholes and crazy drivers crazy on their dri- cell yeah. phones. Oh, he says on their car phones, which I took a note of because I thought it was funny. The car, car phones. phones, classic, classic. Uh, My next it, note was lube. Oh yeah, so Frankie, what does he do? He he goes he gets, into his. He's snooping around for some oh, reason. Oh no, he's his brother. His brother goes to the doctor. Oh yeah, the doctor. He, he, um, but twice in in two weeks. Yeah, he goes to the doctor. Crazy too too often. So someone's going on with Seth, but we don't know what that is yet. Yeah, so they... He's, they, he's acting sus. They sneak up... He, Frankie sneaks up to his... um. I mean, not Frankie. Justin sneaks up to his parents... Played by Frankie Muniz. Played by Frankie Muniz, just so you know. The yep. weekly Muniz. Justin sneaks up to his parents' room and looks around in all the drawers and he looks right into one of the... one Into one the of the drawers. The bottom drawer next to the bed. Oh, Never no. There. That's the parents' sneaky drawer. And he, and he finds... pulls out a bottle of strawberry-flavored massage oil. Mm. And he's like, what's this for? That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm yeah. a naive young boy. I don't know what this is for. I get it. It's, it's lube. Uh, where are we up to? Oh, yeah. And so Seth's being a real dick as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seth bans Justin from coming to any of his games. I don't know why. It was really yeah. weird. Seth's like... You can't come to my ja- games, Justin, because you're in a wheelchair, and also I hate you because you're costing the family money with your illness. Yeah, he's jealous. Because we have terrible health care in America. We're getting political. Let's do, let's, do, let's do it. You know what? Let's do it. Let's turn this into a political podcast. Let's make some enemies. <laughs> We've already done that too many times. Oh, we, we have we have nemesis. 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 Yeah. But what so, happens next? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Old Vic, the trophy. Old Vic has the trophy. Yeah. Uh, old man Vic. Old man Vic. And Frankie's like, oh man, I gotta get that trophy. Uh, but he misses him. Like, Frankie's not home when, when Vic comes to drop it off, so he keeps it. Yeah. And Frankie's like, oh, I gotta get that trophy right now. So he goes to, uh, sneaks into old man Vic's garage, where mm-hmm. his classic car is, his big red Corvette. And he, uh, oh, he sees a big thing, like a box on, on top of a shelf. Yeah. And it says, like, precious metal inside or something like that. Oh, it's, it says, like, something, like, Johnson's Metal Works or something. Yeah. And he's like, trophies are made of metal. But he's in a wheelchair, so he's got to reach and gets a big broom and pushes like yeah. the box with it's the broom. It's the stupidest thing I've ever. I've, yeah, this is really dumb. And the whole. If this is based on a true story, like oh, <laughs> what an idiot! What an idiot! <laughs> you uh, can't get something off the top shelf with a broom handle. He just wanted the trophy, man. He just wanted the trophy. Also, he's pushing it away from him. I thought. I thought maybe if you push, if you're like hooking it around and then you're pulling it towards you. Yeah, then maybe. maybe that's what he's trying to do, man. But I he don't was, know. he's had the the blunt end of the broom. It was just like boof, boof, just poking it with a stick. <laughs> like, yeah, come down from the top shelf. Man, what was that voice? 
that's just my impression of Frankie Muniz <laughs> holding a br- top shelf. Get down from the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I want my trophy. <laughs> that's him, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but he knocks over a whole shelf. He knocks onto over the, the old man Vic's shelf. classic car. Oh no! And totals the car, and also oh, presses yeah. a lever that yeah. makes the the car reverse into a, a pile of garbage. This scene's really funny to me. It's like not ever does he. Not only does he knock over the shelf, but it's like the the shelf accidentally knocks over the car jack, and then yeah. the car goes rolling. For some reason, the car's just sitting there in neutral in his garage. Yeah, he doesn't park it there; it's just in neutral. And then his car wheels back into a pile of. I just said that, bro. It, the garbage. Lo- the garbage looks pretty cushiony. It looks yeah. like a bunch of garbage bags full of sawdust. And he's like, "No, my sawdust." <laughs> yeah, the car looks fine by the end of it. And uh, Franken needs to repay old man Vic, so he has to work for old man Vic mm-hmm. uh, to repay all the money, right? Vic so he has to trim his, hedges, trim his hedges and hammer a nail into a wall. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, he was doing that for ages. Yeah, I don't get why he was hammering that one nail into the wall. He wasn't hanging a picture. He was hammering it all the way into <laughs> an already like made wall. That was yeah, already... just into a post. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like making up jobs for him to do. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I... Hammer this in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need five minutes away from you. Just, just hammer something into something. Um, and Frankie's like, oh, do you want me to clean up that shed? And old man Vic's like, don't go in the shed. All right, that's my private area. Mm-hmm. You know, go in there. Frankie, uh, Frankie thinks that there's dead bodies and babies in there. Or yeah, something like there's that. a rumor going on that old man Vic's crazy and murders people. And murders stuff. little kids and stuff. Yeah. Eventually, Frankie Muniz sneaks into the shed. Curiosity kills the cat. That's yeah. what he says. But in this case, it makes the cat a soapbox derby superstar. <laughs> 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 so what happens is he sneaks into the sneaks into the um, shed. Yeah. And it's full of trophies. Like, Frankie's like I a, love trophies. Frankie's like a, a magpie in this film. He just loves anything that's shiny. And he's like, trophies everywhere. This is amazing. No, I think he goes, jackpot. <laughs> like, yeah, which I don't... Like, he doesn't got... care about winning the actual trophies <laughs> with skill. He it. just sees a trophy. Then he's like, if I steal that trophy, it's like I won. <laughs> I get the... I get the... The I thing. get the glory. I it's... get the glory. <laughs> Everyone sees it on my shelf, even though it's got someone else's name and no engraved look at on the it. Name. That is no <laughs> who, who gives mine. a shit? It's a <laughs> soapbox derby trophy. Anyway, so it turns out old man Vic wasn't such a mean guy, yeah. but he actually is an old soapbox derby racer, and his family's dead. Which is <laughs> yeah. another, which is another which plot is, point. Well, it's it's not a. But the silver lining, the focus is that he's a soapbox derby yeah. coach. Old man Vic gets really mad at Frankie for sneaking into the shed. Yeah. Even though he specifically told him not to sneak into the shed. He's like, don't touch my shed. So he's like, get off my property. You're yeah. out of here. Old man Vic's like, eventually Frankie's like, I want to be a soapbox racer. And then his parents are like, yeah, fine, let's do it. And yeah. old man Vic's like, I'll coach you. Yeah. And then there are these... It's, it's the, the, the stereotype is that old man Vic is like a grouchy old man. But he's been nothing but nice. He isn't old and there's been literally... No- I, I took note of that as we were watching. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing he's done that hasn't shown me that he's like an awesome guy. He, he agreed to give Frankie a, one of his trophies, which is like the first communication he's ever had with Frankie. And he's like, yeah. oh, what an old fogey. Very nice boy. What, a, what an nice old, old what man. a grouchy old man. Like, after he wrecked his car, he gave Frankie like a plate of cookies. Yeah, and a bit he's, of milk. He said, you can help me by doing like super easy jobs, like hammering a nail into a wall. For no reason. And I'll give you, a, I'll give you free cookies. And he says, they're a bit dry. You got to soak them in the milk. He gave him cookie dipping, dunking advice. It's very nice what name. kind of grouchy old man like knows knows as much about dunking cookies as old man Vic? I don't know. 
Uh, also, I ran out of notes. I stopped taking notes at this point. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But essentially, we're halfway through the film, and it's only just started racing, and the whole film's about racing. Yeah, there's no antagonist yet, because it's like... He's there the, isn't one. The, he, the antagonist is his own confidence. Is, is self-doubt, even yeah. though he's not that self-doubtful. He's very arrogant, if anything. Even though he's still doing... He doesn't slow down at all. Yeah. Much like a soapbox derby car. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, essentially, he's very good at soapbox racing. Yeah. He gets Vic on side, old man Vic, and they race, and they race, and they race. Yeah. And he he loses, but he's, he finishes it, you know? It's the first time he ever finished something. Like, he's yeah. never finished a race before. Yeah, he actually gets it so done. He doesn't, he doesn't mess up the steering. Like and they, they have to make a special break. They make a hand break. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a massive plot point as well, like... Oh, yeah, this is, like, a huge thing. So the dad's designing the, the soapbox derby cart, which is basically just, like, a billy cart. In Australia, we call it a billy cart. He's, he's waiting, he's like, oh, man, we Justin can't use the foot brakes. We have to use some kind of other brake. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, uh, Yeah, he's spending, what? like, hours. Like, he's, I like, can't... sketching, and he misses... He misses, um, He misses Seth's... his son, his, his, his older brother... Seth's, uh, Seth's like, big, baseball game. His big, big, big game. baseball game. Yeah. Like, it's a huge game, and he misses it, because he's like, what kind of brakes do, do you operate without your feet? I just can't. I just I can't, can't wrap my head around. It out. We don't have any other appendages and, other than feet. And he gets other than feet. And he gets into his car and he pulls off his handbrake to, to drive to the game. He goes, oh, a handbrake, and then runs back <laughs> a inside break for you, with your hands. Yeah, and runs back into there, and then gets old man Vic on on side. Yeah, and they make he, the handbrake. He's not even like writing it down. Like if he, if he ran ran inside, went on a notepad and wrote handbrake. But he literally like invited his neighbor over, and they're like drinking beers and physically constructing a handbrake out yeah. of aluminium. And then all of a sudden it's 11 p.m. He's like, "Oh, I missed my son's game. Oh, I spent three ended, hours designing a handbrake for a soapbox derby yesterday. Oh god. Yeah, jeez, I'm such a bad dad. Anyway, Justin's getting real jealous of Frankie. This because... is like this is. I just want to say this is like the worst conflict in. That like, was fine. Well, it's like it's like he's he's he's, it was he's, real, he's like, man, know? I'm such a bad dad because I'm so busy being the best dad ever. Yeah. So. Seth was getting very envious of, of Justin, who was played by Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Because his dad's spending all this time building the Soapbox Derby and not coming to any of his games. Yeah. And then his dad's like, come on, Seth. This is Justin's only thing. Like, that's all he's got going for Yeah, him. you play like 15 sports. I can't yeah. even pronounce most of the sports and, and you And you're do. good at all of them. Yeah, you're like we, we the need, best. We need to build a whole wall of shelves just to hold all your trophies. Yeah, I have to reinforce your bookshelf because it's collapsed 17 times because of all the, from every the time weight. you win a new trophy. I just can't handle it anymore. So, I can't handle it. I need to make some hand breaks from once in a while. <laughs> I need to stay home and work on my son's billy card, all right, son? Uh, so they, they fall in love with Soapbox Derby yep. racing. And they what it is, essentially, if you don't know what it is, you start at the top of a hill, and then you go to the bottom of the hill. The first one to the bottom of the hill wins. But yep. each car must weigh exactly the same. Yeah, so it's all about aerodynamics and drag and, and, and friction. And steering and shit. Anyway, Frankie's good at it, and they win. And he gets he gets really good, and he gets really far into the competition. And then he goes to the finals, and then that's oh. when our antagonist is introduced. No, 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 there's there's one there's one little little bit of uh, uh, friction that happens in the film where he's he's in he's in like one oh, of the yeah, bigger, he he's in one of the bigger races, and then he gets like a, a headache, like a spina bifida head exploding I, I, don't know, I don't know what you what you call it. he gets the, like the he gets juice. like an attack where he, like he passes out mid-race yeah. and he crashes into this this and wipes this thing out real cones. bad wipes out wheel wheel hard because <laughs> it's billy cut he um, wipes out and he almost dies and his brother him and his brother have a big fight just before that and he's talking oh and it turns out seth has been sneaking off to go to the psychiatrists oh he's yeah get, that, he's, that's he's the seeing kind a of shrink doc- his brother makes fun of him because he's like why are you going to the psychologist all the time? Oh, because apparently Seth messed with his, with his steering. But we don't know that he did. Well, it doesn't matter. 
Anyway, there's conflict there, but it's resolved, and they're friends. It gets resolved in like five minutes. Yeah, and then they he... just like they state they just like they thumbtack on a little bit of an extra piece of conflict into the film, and they say like, "Here's some conflict." There but then it, it gets resolved immediately, and they're like, "All right, let's just, just make this damn film about Billy Carts." Yeah, <sighs> Saturday morning film. Who gives a shit? So, so he passes out mid race, and he crashes into a thing of street cones. But he doesn't die. But he almost dies. And then he races again, and he wins the championship. He wins the entire championship, and the only antagonist is the rival racer. Oh yeah, who, at one who point seems like a who seems like a really mean dude. He's got like a flat top haircut and a leather jacket, and he's, he's like pl- he's constantly played. growling. He's played by the guy that plays. He's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, like the you know, there's the two bumbling cops. Yeah, the two the fat bumbling guys are like, oh, I can't he's do play, it. He's played by one of them. Can't be good at being a cop. I'm just so old and um, I eat donuts and shit. I don't understand what technology is. Yeah. He plays, he's one of them. Yeah. Except instead of being bumbling and stupid, he's mean and angry. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. And uh, he, he he doesn't actually do anything wrong. He yeah. goes up to like, he, there's a bit, because there's, yeah. there's an unwritten rule in uh, in, in billy cart racing, in, in soapbox derby racing, where you don't look at the other person's billy cart. Yeah. You don't look at what they're, where they got their weights. You don't look where they got their aerodynamic shit. You just leave it alone. Well, I, I, but, I, I thought this was weird, this scene, because it's yeah. like he goes over and he looks at the, he looks at the, um, inside, he the, looks inside the billy cart to like get, get, get a, get a, yeah. a scope of all the different weights and stuff. And, the and I thought, I thought he was going to like snip the brakes or change the, wiring well he just looks at it and goes interesting and walks away i thought it was stupid because it's like five minutes before that he looked over at um at justin's billy cart and he says i didn't spend ten thousand dollars on wind tunnel testing to lose to this kid which is like there's no threat it's not like he's going to get advice from seeing his car and then change his car once he's already done all this testing in a wind tunnel with it yeah that's like he's tuned up his car perfectly why would he say like Oh, this kid put a weight there. I should do that and compromise all the testing I've done just because I just because I have a hunch that this Billy Cart is going to be faster and I should steal this one factor from their Billy Cart. It's silly to me. It is very silly. It's not a Billy Cart, bro. It's a soapbox oh, who car. Who gives a shit? Who gives a hot shit? Yeah, not me. Anyway, so pretty much Justin wins, and uh, oh, but they, at the end, yeah. just toward the end of the finals, they're like, you can't race because you got a handbrake instead of a footbrake. Oh, yeah. And then that was also resolved in the same scene, because they go to this tribunal thing. Yeah. And they're like, you can't use it. <laughs> the, the elders of Soapbox Derby yeah. Racing, and they're all, they're all wearing, like, big hats and cult robes, and they say, I decree that you are <laughs> using the wrong type of brakes, and you cannot be a soapbox racer. And then his brother, Seth, comes in with yeah. a whole bunch of reporters and goes, hey, how about this? Let him race, or you're going to look like a big dickhead in the local paper. And he's like, all right, well, we'll let him race. Yeah, and they're just like, Fine, sure. And then he wins, and he wins the whole thing. Yep, and there's and minimal, the minimal conflict, minimal friction, and uh, yeah, the, the entire story gets resolved, and there's a nice montage at the end, talking about all the stuff that they've accomplished since the film, and yeah, everything's fantastic. Yep, that's the end of the uh, Miracle on Lane 2. Uh, the, the recap... I'm excited for Miracle on Lane 3. <laughs> this guy, this guy, <laughs> Miracle, oh, Miracle on Lane stuff. 3, it can't, it's not a... <laughs> God. Uh, what did you think of the film? I thought the recap at the very end, when they were yep. talking about all the stuff they've done since the film, sounded more interesting than the entire story of the film. <laughs> what like was the, it at the end? It's like, Justin's dad invented the new type of handbrake for soapbox cars, and they coined it the Justin Brake. So that interesting. I mean, that already happened in the film. Yeah, I mean, he like he like goes out of his way and like gets a patent for like to help like disadvantaged, you know, handicapped kids do the sport. That's pretty cool compared to just like I one guess. kid who wins a race. Yeah, that's the whole plot of the film, and they just he wins in. a load of races though. 
Oh, we totally forgot a, a, a big bit. Yeah. Because uh, the guy that plays God uh, is like the race car driver. Oh, yeah. Then the actual race car driver comes and visits him in hospital. Yeah, after he passes out in that one point in the film. Yeah. And then he uh, gives him a, a big uh, shout out in the, before his big race. Yeah, he's like he's like holding a bedpan and he says like, teach me how to teach me how to race, young kid, for some reason, because I don't know how to race, like... Even, uh, I think like, it was just humoring him. I don't think he actually was asking for Yeah, advice. but I mean, like, this, this, to make him feel this scene, la- this make scene later when he's, like, he's asking good. this kid about, like, advice on how to how to race, even though he's probably just humoring him. Yeah. But it's, like, it's like later in the film when he's actually being interviewed on TV and Frankie Frankie's, like, watching the news broadcast, the interview. Then the interviewer's, like, talking to the race car driver and the race car driver says, let me tell you something a sick kid told me recently. And he, and he reaches, the he reaches into his car, like his <clears throat> derby car, and he pulls out a bedpan. He's like, he's about to race, and he just has the bedpan in the back yeah, seat. Yeah, it's for good luck. You're not meant to have, like, loose objects in those yeah, race cars just, as well. Yeah, because if you crash, you probably come Also, why does he window. have it there? Why is it, like, it's not good luck. It's just a, it's a Well, I don't pan. know. He's humoring a sick kid, Doug. I don't stress about it. Ah, some... Gah! What was your favorite bit? Uh, my favorite bit? My favorite bit was um when Frankie Muniz snuck into old man Vic's shed and he sees everything's covered in cobwebs and then he goes over and he flicks one switch and then all of a sudden this old-timey projector's like in perfect working order and then it just starts playing this family film immediately even though it's probably been sitting there for like 15 years. Yeah. And the film's probably turned into a, like a crusty mess. <laughs> a crusty mess. It's been exposed to the air for like 15 years and it's just it's just got like yeah. an old-timey this is an old bed sheet covered in dust and spiderwebs over it. He like oh, whoosh, yeah. rips whips this thing off and then turns the projector on and then just works perfectly. My favorite bit is in the very first scene we first introduced to old man Nick, and it's the only kind of stereotypical old man Nick thing to do. I yeah. keep saying Nick, but his name's old man Vic. Anyway, they're playing B ball in the driveway, yeah. Seth and his friends. Oh yeah. And the basketball hits his truck as he's driving past. Old man Vic yells out, Oh you damn kids, you're gonna get somebody killed And then that's the only grumpy thing has ever done but that's fairly reasonable if my yeah. car got hit with a basketball while I'd i was peeved. driving i'd say like hey stop don't do that stop throwing basketballs and moving traffic that's, we that's... just throw it at them but yeah well i mean they they shouldn't do that yeah what do you they rate this film what do you rate this film out of 10 or out of whatever you want what do you rate it um come on Doug, we're on live you can't just sit here uh, and start miracle to think. and lane two out of five <laughs> get it two I... out of five uh, oh that's well, good what would you give it i was gonna do the same joke but I thought about it quicker, and you took ages. Well, you shouldn't yeah. ask me to say it first. Yeah, probably not. I would Bigger get, I'd loser. give it a, a good eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yep, that's all right. Nah, probably not that. One. I mean, for Frank, <laughs> I don't know. I rank it fourth out of anything he's ever like. First, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Then Edge and Cody Banks two Destination London. Yeah. Then Cody Banks one. Then Big Fat Liar. Then Miracle Online two. Then it'd be fifth. Yeah, fifth. I changed it as I was doing it. Fifth. Yeah, I'd give it a fifth. Fifth, a fifth for the ranking. All right. Actually, I'd give it a fourth. I'd put, I, I'd bump, I'd do the same order, but I'd, I'd bump Agent Cody Banks one down to the oh, bottom. Wow, okay. I think the sequel was better. I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, I mean, that's obvious. It was. I think Agent Cody Banks Two Destination London was the best of the Cody Banks franchise. It, 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 it's not even debatable. It just it's, is. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an objective fact. Right, should we end this live stream now? I think it's in the. Yeah, I should end the live stream. Yeah, thanks for watching the live stream. See everyone. We might do this again. Probably not because it was kind of kind of a disaster. But that's fine. We made so many mistakes during. Yeah. But now we know. Bye. What's next on the agenda, Hayden? Are we still recording? It's a little game I like to call. Frankie, fact or fiction? Frankie, fact or fiction? Yep. 
Uh, this is the game where I give you, Duncan, yes. one fact and one fiction. You have to figure out which one is true, which one is false. Okay. All right? Sure. Now, what we usually do, we usually write it to either Frankie or to the thing we're watching that episode. So it has to be topical, you know? Even though, except your one, when it was, was about penguins or something. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of a fact. Yeah, well, you're you a big shitter. You know what, Sumi? You know what, Sumi? I learned something about penguins that day. Well, I already knew that about penguins. Yeah, well, I, I don't care if you learned it. I, I, I thought it was neat. I think that's more, what more important. More importantly, is the people at home learned it. People sitting on their trains yeah. going to work. They didn't they expect learned. to learn something about penguins. The fact, by the way, was that penguins give each other little gifts. Some penguins. This is a specific breed of penguins, I forget. Give stones to... Uh... I, I actually honestly forgotten, so I don't think I did learn anything about <laughs> penguins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so give me this... Hit, hit, hit me with this Frankie fact or fiction. Justin Yoda... Yes. ...is the real-life person this film was based off. He was the real-life first person to... Drive a soapbox derby in the all drive a soapbox car in the all American soapbox derby. Right? He wasn't the first kid to first disabled kid. Sorry. Yeah, the first the first handicapped boy. Paraplegic. And they changed the rules so he could use his handbrake. Now, Justin Yoda. Yes. Is. Yes. Either. Yes. Dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. Or. Yes. Still alive. Fuck! This is morbid. Yeah. Oh my god. Why are you asking me this? Ah, uh, because there's not that many interesting facts about him other than this fact. Jesus Christ, I don't want to... <laughs> you put me in a really tough spot, because I know for a f- I, I want him to be alive, but if I say yes, then you're going to be like a really sassy, like, wrong, then you're going to be like... You can't be happy about me being wrong, because it's like then it's like you'll be celebrating that he's dead. Okay. That's... Oh, God, I feel really... This is the worst. Is he dead or is he alive? Stop. Oh, my. F- He's got spina bifida. His brain explodes yeah, I with fluid. Yeah, I just don't. What is it? I don't go into the details. I know I know why. Oh, fuck. This is... Do you have any other questions? Nope. Oh, boy. This is a moral dilemma. Yeah, I'm just going to say he's alive. Correct. Oh, of good. course he buddy is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's nice and alive. He's dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, really? Yeah, he's two years younger than Frankie Muniz. How long ago did did this film take place? Uh, Well, the actual events of the film happened in 1996, but this film was released in, I think, 2000. Okay. 2002. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. I thought he might have died for a second. That that wasn't cool, Hayden. (laughs) That wasn't wasn't not a nice thing. Yeah, it came out in 2000. Hey, Justin, if if you're listening... Why would Justin Yoda be listening? Oh, you never know. Hey. Okay. Congratulations on winning that Billy Cart race yeah, back congrats, in the day. Man. Uh, and I don't know if you're still really Billy. changing the game. Don't know if you're still Billy Cart. He's probably still involved in it. He's probably yeah. like coaching or like. Pro- probably on some panel. Some, yeah, some, some panel. Maybe he's, probably, he's, a... he's probably on the Council of Elders. I was now. about to say, he's probably yeah. on the Council of Elders wearing a big hat and, uh, yeah, yeah, cult robes. Uh, what else is on the agenda? That's it, my man. Is that the it? Dunsies. Oh, do you reckon we have time to talk about um that episode of oh. Mad TV that Frankie was in? Uh. No, certainly not. Okay, do you want to talk about that next week then? Yes. Yeah, we'll just bump it to next week. Bye. All right. Is that, oh, that's it? That's it. Catch you later. See ya. That seems, pretty, it seems really abrupt. Okay, fine. Hey, uh, send us an email. Uh, theweeklymuners at gmail.com. No, no, I'm not saying we should And be, also, uh, we should... at theweeklymuners on Twitter. And also, you can catch us on Facebook, where we did our Facebook Live. Watch our Facebook Live videos. We did two, because I, the internet cut did, out We did one. three, actually, because we, we the internet cut out, but then I found out I was recording in, I was recording vertically, and I should have been recording horizontally. Yeah. So I, I had to turn off the live stream and turn it back on again. So, so really, we have three live streams. It's one really short one in between. And two really shit ones. Oh, they weren't that bad, were they? Uh, they weren't great. Well, anyway, check them out. Yep, check them out. Give us an email, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that jazz. Yeah. And also, more importantly, yeah. Stay Frankie. Stay Frankie, everyone.